Hello, my name is Matthew Pfeiffer. Welcome back to the Matt Pfeiffer Experience. We upload new episodes every Monday and also every Friday. We talk about self-development. We talk about toxic relationships, and I am looking forward to having this conversation with you. So today we are talking about five signs that you are ready for a relationship. Oftentimes we talk so much about toxic relationships and we talk about getting out of them and we don't talk enough about getting back into healthy relationships and we or uh, how to recognize healthy relationships. And this is a struggle for a lot of people and, and moving their life forward after they have dealt with a toxic or a narcissistic person. And so one of the things that, that people talk so often about is taking the time to heal. And I think that that's very important. But also we have to understand that, that there's a balance, that, the, the, that we're not going to be perfect. And we have to understand that. And so it's sometimes a struggle for people to realize that they might be ready, but also they might be kind of hard on themselves because they start to realize that they have some imperfections. So what's that fine line? What's that balance? How do we know that we are really actually ready for a relationship? And so one of the things that I tell people all the time when I'm working with people one-on-one that you are ready for a relationship is that you're not looking for someone to complete you. You have a, you are, now we're not looking for hyper-independence. Oftentimes you'll see this on the dating scene. You'll see this all over social media where people are hyper-independent, where they say, I don't need anyone, that sort of thing. And the reality of it is that no one really needs anyone and everyone can survive without other people. However, we do have to understand that it is important for us to still have relationships with other people. That, and that's not just me that's saying that. That is a 2015, I believe it was 2015 Harvard study, Harvard research that said that we are better in relationships, that we are wired to connect with other people. And even though you 100% can survive without other people, the reality of it is, is that you will lack fulfillment and you will lack, you will lack happiness without other people. And I'm not just talking about romantic at the moment. I'm talking about in general with friends, with family members, and it's important for us to connect with other people. So we have to understand there's a big difference between independence and individuality. Oftentimes you'll hear people saying that they don't want to lose their independence, that they're happier alone. You'll hear people say that. And I'll challenge that. And, and you and it's completely okay for you to have your space and to, to know where your boundaries lie. But it's also important for you to understand the difference between independence and individuality. So we can be very and after a toxic relationship, it's very common for people to go into hyper-independence, where what people are really looking for is that they don't want to lose a sense of themselves in a new relationship. And so oftentimes when we are looking for people to complete us or we're looking to complete other people, and this is something that's very common with people who struggle with codependency, that they're looking to rescue others or they are looking to be rescued. And oftentimes it's because we lack a lot of individuality ourselves. Uh, we don't know who we are outside the dynamics of a relationship. And so it's very important for us to have a good sense of self, a good identity in ourselves before we begin to get integrating with other people. So uh, sign number two that you are ready for a relationship. And keep in mind, once again, none of these things have to be perfect, but we do have to have a good understanding of these things. And, and if you're lacking in any, in any of these areas, guess what? These are some, some great opportunities for you to begin to read, for you to begin to do some work, to be able to do some, to be able to get yourself 
in a position that you're ready for relationships. So sign number two is that you understand the importance of communication. Now, for those of you who followed me for a while, you guys know where I'm going with this. I'm not just talking about orally. Oftentimes when people are talking about good and healthy communication, they want to they want to be the one who's talking. They will oftentimes pride themselves on the fact that they speak and they dictate very, very well. But when we're talking about communication, that also means listening. And oftentimes that's where a lot of people have some major, major struggles is that they don't want to listen. And oftentimes people are trying to listen with the intent to respond rather than the intent of understanding. And it's important for us to understand where our partner is coming from when we get to a, when we get into a relationship, because we have to understand that this is your partner. This is not just some random person off the street. Oftentimes you'll see all over social media, or maybe you've, you've done this before, where you are looking to win an argument against your partner, not realizing that even if you win, guess what? You still lose because this is your partner. This isn't just some random person off the street. And so when if we put ourselves in a position where we're not listening, we're just, uh, one of my friends calls it playing double dutch, where you're just looking for an opportunity to hop in to give your side of the rebuttal or your side of the argument, you are going to lose. It's important for us to listen. And oftentimes when I don't do couples anymore, but when I did, I would advocate for people to summarize what you just heard the other person say, to clarify what, the, what that person meant let that person let that person know that you understood that you heard them before we continue on with that disagreement or with whatever it is that we have going on sign number 3 is that you are not in rebound mode one of the things that that's important here is that when we get out of a toxic relationship and understand that it's difficult sometimes whenever we have whenever we're still talking to our ex because of co-parenting situations and so sometimes your ex, you might still have fleeting thoughts of your ex and that sort of thing. I think that's very, very uh, normal, especially if you're co-parenting. Uh, if you've gone no contact and you don't, if you don't share children, eventually you may not even think about your ex at all. I know it might be hard for people to, to even consider that because you might still be st stuck in a trauma bond where you're, you're thinking about them all the time and you're having recurring thoughts of them. But when we're talking about not being in rebound mode, we want to have enough distance in the relationship. And this, this time, this time period is very different for every single person. So some people it might be a couple of weeks, a couple of months, some people it might be a year or two, but we want to make sure that we're not in rebound mode. We have to understand that it's important for us to make sure that we're going into this relationship that we don't care what our ex thinks about this new relationship. Oftentimes when people are in rebound mode, they are looking to try to, you hear people say this all the time, upgrade their, their next person. And oftentimes the reason why people are doing that is because they're looking for external validation. They want other people to acknowledge that this person looks better or is smarter or more charismatic than their ex. And when we get into this situation where we're in rebound mode and we're constantly comparing, or we're looking for that validation, uh, oftentimes it's going to lead to disaster down the road. Because eventually what happens is that even if that person is a great, healthy person, you can't help yourself but to consistently compare your per that new person to the old person. Well, eventually that gets old. 
And when you're comparing them on the good end, what happens is that you're also going to compare them on the bad end. It's inevitable. Even in a healthy relationship, guess what? There's going to be disagreements. There's going to be fights. And when there are disagreements, when there are fights, you're, then you're going to compare them to your ex again. And not only is your new partner going to get sick of it, but that, that comparison that you do when you're in rebound mode is unfair to the other person. And guess what? It's also unfair to you as well. And so uh, sign number four that you're ready for a relationship is that you have an understanding that relationships are a responsibility. I always compare relationships to puppies, that everyone always wants that, uh, that cute, cuddly little puppy until they realize that that puppy takes shits, that they have to clean up a mess, that it's puking at 3.30 in the morning. And it's important for us to understand that relationships are a responsibility, that it's not just a situation where we just set it and forget it. And oftentimes this is where a lot of people make a lot of mistakes when it comes to relationships, is that they think that they can just get into a relationship and then they're done. They don't have to do anything. They don't have to do any more self-improvement. All the things that they did to get into that relationship, they just stopped doing. And it's important for us to understand that relationships are there. It requires maintenance the same way that everything else in life does. You can go buy a house today, which would be absolutely great. But guess what? You're going to have to take care of the grass. You're going to have to make sure that the roof is taken care of. You're going to have to make sure that there's regular upkeep with the house. If you decided to get a car, everything that is worthwhile, guess what? It comes with responsibility. It's the same thing here, that there needs to be regular communication, that sometimes that means that you're going to have to compromise with your partner. Oftentimes people struggle with that. People think that as long as I'm in a relationship, as long as I'm getting external validation, as long as I have a person there, then everything's going to be perfectly fine. It's not how it works. And that's and if we don't begin to understand that relationships not only take work, but they, they have regular responsibilities and regular routines that are attached to them, then long term, your relationship could potentially suffer. Sign number five, last but not least, is that you are ready to integrate your life with somebody else. Now, when I say integrate your life with somebody else, I'm not necessarily saying that you are ready to move in or introduce your kids to other people. But at the very, very least, it's important for us to understand that we are ready to compromise with somebody. We're ready to meet in the middle with other people that sometimes we might be at, at our new partner's house or they might be at our house or we might be ready to integrate in terms of, of where to go to eat and where to go, where to go to vacation and understanding that we're not always going to have it our way, the way that we do when we're single. We're not always going to be able to dictate things. And it's important for us to understand that. And that and sometimes people don't really think about that. Oftentimes we have this image in our head of what a relationship is going to be like. And we imagine this person that's going to, going to enjoy everything that we enjoy the same way that we enjoy it, the same food, same thing. And we just kind of project what we like onto our potential partner or the, the fictional partner that we have when we're thinking about getting into a relationship not realizing that someone else has their own ideas of what that relationship is going to look like. And so when you do eventually meet someone, obviously we're going to have to blend and we're going to have to find some, some form of compromise for the two lives to begin to begin to integrate. And so that is the fifth sign that we are ready 
to get into a relationship is that we are ready to integrate. We are ready to compromise. We are ready to listen. Thank you very much for, for joining. Thank you very much for listening to the Matt Pfeiffer experience. We upload every Monday and every Friday. Don't forget you can listen to and watch the live version of this whenever I have a guest on, on YouTube. Make sure you guys check that out. That's every Wednesday evening. 9 p.m. Central. So make sure you adjust that to whatever time zone that you are in. I appreciate each and every one of you. With all that being said, thank you guys very much. And I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you.